Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 10, and we're talking about confidence is the key. It's your girl, Heather LaRue of Heather's Heart, as always, here to share and inspire from my heart to yours. Um, today's topic is one that really resonates in my spirit, um, one, because I dealt with it myself, and I know several that have, and then as I look around at the world as a whole, there is a lack of confidence in oneself. And so what I began to notice as I really reflected yesterday about Independence Day and what it meant to be free, what freedom really looks like. And freedom really looks like, and this is my definition, freedom is the ability to think, to feel, and to move without restriction. And what I realize the more that I grow and develop is that a lot of the things that hold us back are not external forces. They're just not, they're simply not external. What really holds us back is internal. It's our thoughts, it's our self-talk. It is what is inside of us that is beginning to tear down what God is trying to build inside of us. And so, Yesterday being Independence Day, I really just really reflected on freedom and what it looks like and what God was desiring from us. And so God took me to Philippians 1 and 6. So we're going to go there talking about confidence is the key. Now, if you've been a listener of Heather's Heart, the podcast, I want you to make sure that you share this particular subject because it's needed right now. One of the biggest needs that I see in the earth is encouragement. People lack encouragement. They're looking for affirmation. They're looking for confirmation. They are looking for identification. So many people just need encouragement to become the best versions of themselves, to become the person that God created them to be, to walk in purpose, to walk in God's plan. They are needing encouragement. So this word is for the big and the small. This word is, I don't care what title you hold, there's going to be something about confidence that's going to relate to where you are or where you're going or even where you've been. So let's talk about this. Confidence is the key. Philippians 1 and 6, and it says, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. That was the New King James Version. Now, I'm going to read Philippians 1 and 6 again, but I'm going to read it in the Amplified. I like the Amplified. It gives a little bit more color to the text. And it says, I am convinced and confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will perfect and complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. That was the Amplified. And there's some key points in there that I would like to look at. And we'll look at this Amplified. Focus on that. The first thing that Paul writes is, I am convinced and confident. Convinced and confident, which means he solely, deep-heartedly believes this very truth that he is about to express to the Philippian church. He is confident of it. He knows that he knows that this is the reality. All right. And then he goes on to say that he, meaning Jesus, meaning God, meaning the Holy Spirit, who has begun a good work in you will perfect and complete. Now that's powerful because what Paul lets us know is that Jesus has begun a what type of work? A good work in you. 
What does it mean that it's a good work? It means that it's beneficial for your growth. It's beneficial. It's good for you. And because it's good for you, it may not feel good at the time, but it is going to perpetuate things for you spiritually. It is going to enhance your life because it is a good work. And everything that Jesus, everything that God does is perfect and it's good. If you go back to um, Genesis 1 and how God created everything, the first thing that he would say after he created, it was good. Because what he does is all good works, okay? Say, God is doing a good thing. Say that. God is doing a good thing. He's doing a good work in your life, I promise you. Okay, now let's read the rest of it because there's another point that I wish to mention. And it says, we'll perfect and complete. We'll perfect and complete. We'll perfect, which means that there is a maturation process, meaning that there is an end. There is a place of perfection. There is a place of completion that we will reach because God ordained and designed us to reach it. Okay. God designed you with the intention of perfecting you to completion, which means God does not do anything halfway. This good work that God is doing in you is going to be finished. It is not going to be stopped. God is going to do just what he said he's going to do. Now, somebody give a hallelujah right there, because that right there, if you just get that word that God is faithful to his word, he is going to do just what he said he's going to do. He's not moved by your situation. He's not moved by the people around you. He's not moved by negativity around you. He's not even moved by the negativity in you. He desires to perform a good work until completion on your behalf. He's doing it on your behalf. That's powerful right there. Get that word. Get that word. All right. So as I began to look at what confident meant in this text because it says i'm convinced and confident so i looked up what does that confident mean and that word in greek is translated as pytho which means to convince inward certainty believe make friend yield trust obey it's also translated as persuasion meaning that you're persuaded of a thing all right that's pytho. So confidence and being confident in Philippians 1 and 6 just means that you are convinced that you are inwardly certain that you wholeheartedly believe that you can make friend with what God has spoken and yield him and trust his word, that you can obey it, that you are truly persuaded, that you are convinced beyond a shadow of a doubt. That what God said he's going to do. I promise you, get that word. That's pytho. That's the type of confidence we have to have. We have to have pytho confidence. Confidence that cannot be shaken. Confidence that cannot be moved. Confidence that is stable regardless of what we experience. Get that. Say that. Let's say that out loud. I will be confident no matter what. Say it. I will be confident no matter what. Now, here are some other definitions of confidence that I think would be worthy of you notating. The feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something. Confidence is firm trust 
surety, a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own ability or qualities. I'm going to read that again. A feeling of self-assurance rising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. That simply means that you can rest assured in yourself. Say that. Say, I can rest assured in myself. You can rest assured in your ability. We can rest assured in who we are because we have confidence. Confidence gives us self-assurance. Gives us self-assurance. We can rely on ourselves. You have to rely on yourself as well as rely on Christ. Now, as believers, the reason why we have confidence is because we know that God has confidence in us. Now, God did not send Jesus down from heaven, allow him to be crucified, go to hell, take the keys from Satan, then ascend out of hell to the heavens and give the keys back. God did not send Jesus to do all of that because he was not confident in us. He was confident that when we have Jesus and we, we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, that we have the ability to accomplish anything that we set out to do because it's him that lives inside of us. All right. So the reason why you can't lack self-confidence is because when you lack self-confidence as a believer, you tell God that you don't have the ability and you can't tell him something like that when he lives in you. So when you tell him that you don't have the ability, you're basically saying that he doesn't have the ability to do it through you and God can do anything that he wants to do. However, he wants to do it and use whoever he wants, whenever he wants, including you. So when you deny yourself, you deny the ability of Christ to manifest himself in your life. You basically deny the Holy Spirit's work in you. You deny yourself of a good work. Now we are in the season where you cannot deny yourself because right now God is needing us, the people, the body, the church to be on one accord to be in one place with one sound to do one magnificent work in this earth. The good work that he started in us was for each of us to have a good work completed in our lives so that we can help the people outside of the body of Christ allow him to do a good work in them too. It's bigger than you. That's why you have to be confident in what God is doing. Now, why is confidence important? Why does it even matter? Confidence matters because it provides fuel for the things you do. It's the gas in your car. It's the electricity in a home. If our confidence is low, then our connection with God and ourself is low. You have to maintain a deep connection to yourself. You have to believe in you. You have to believe that you have the ability to do it. Confidence also allows us to affirm ourselves first. So we're not seeking outside affirmation. We're not seeking outside confirmation. It starts with you. The relationship you have with yourself is pertinent. Confidence strengthens the bond with yourself. 
So if you're in relationship with yourself, that relationship should be one of a bond. You should have a tight bond with you. Know the ins and outs of you. It also builds faith. It helps us prepare for what's coming because when we are confident, we are confidently not just looking where we are, but we are confidently looking ahead. So we're preparing for greater. It helps us in decision making. It helps us in communication. It makes us healthier because we think more positively. Confidence helps you become what God ordained you to become. It helps you to believe. Confidence helps you to believe in you and God. And lastly, confidence helps you achieve goals. Now, everything that we do is designed and constructed around achieving some sort of success. Yes, success, meaning that we are supposed to experience success because God is completing his work in us. Now, if you go back to Jeremiah 29 and 11, it says that he's given us a hope and a future or in other words, an expected end, which I talked about on the last segment. God has given us an expected end and because he has, we search after and we work toward goals. And that goal is that expected end, that end that he promised us, that we believe in absolute hope. All right, let's take a break real quick and then we'll come back and then we're going to talk about signs of low confidence. And then we're going to talk about ways to build your self-confidence because we just don't want to throw confidence out here and not have some ways to better ourselves so that we can be ready for the task ahead of us. This is the season to be confident. Coming right back, Heather's heart, confidence is the key. Who? Who told you? Who was it? Where did it come from? It wasn't me. Who told you it was over? This is Heather of Heather's Heart. And I have a book coming out called Who Told You It Was Over? Who told you it was over? Miracles. Signs, wonders, miracles, signs, and wonders. Who told you? Who was it again? What was her name? What was his name? It wasn't God. So who told you it was over? I got some good news, y'all. It's not over. It's not over. It's not over. But who told you? Who told you it was over? Welcome back. Welcome back and welcome back. It's Heather of Heather's Heart. We are back in it. I'm telling you, and it's a win it, talking about confidence is the key. It's your key. It's the key. It's going to open doors for you. 
All right, so the music you heard before I came back in was an ad for the new series that we're going to start entitled Who Told You It Was Over? 25 stories of people who have conquered some stuff through God. They just have a miraculous story that is going to inspire you to believe and believe even greater in this season. I don't care how chaotic this world is, there is still a reason to believe. Then also in August, the book drops Who Told You It Was Over? And I'll be going on a Who Told You It Was Over tour um, where I'll have shirts, hats, the book itself, and just going to share my story with the intent and motive to help other people believe. But that's enough about me. Let's talk about confidence is key. Because what we talked about before the break was how confidence is necessary. It is necessary for your development. It's necessary for your now. It's necessary for your future. You've got to have confidence in Christ and confidence in yourself. He has given you the ability. He's given you the tools and the gifts to succeed. But it is up to you to confidently stand on his word, confidently live your life in those gifts and use them to the edification of him. All right. So we're going to talk about signs of low confidence, signs that your confidence just isn't there. All right. First is you doubt your ability. You would doubt your ability to accomplish. You would doubt your ability. You just doubt yourself. You doubt yourself completely. And usually you doubt yourself in the biggest moments of your life, moments that would change you and change the proximity of you to your goals. You make the wrong decision and you doubt yourself. All right. Second, you're fearful of opportunity. You are fearful of what's next. You are fearful to be anything different than you are right now. That is a sign that you have some low confidence. All right. Three, you say negative comments about yourself. You say negative comments about you. Four, you joke about yourself in a negative light. And one of the things that people tend to do is they joke about themselves in a negative way. And what it really yields, although it's it's given off as a joke, it's really telling how you feel about yourself internally. All right, let's go to number five, then six. Five is your focus is more on the negative things about you. Never focus too much on the negative things about you. You are human. There is going to be positive and there's going to be negative things about you. It is okay. And don't let anyone make you feel bad for the things in the areas that are not um, shaped correctly yet. It is okay. You are on the potter's wheel just like everyone else. Lastly, you don't feel as if you deserve anything better. Those are six signs that you struggle with low confidence, doubting your ability, you're fearful of opportunity, say negative comments about yourself, joke about yourself in a negative light. You focus more on the negative things about yourself and you don't feel as if you deserve anything better. I'm here to tell you if one of those signs, if one of those signs connected to you, it is okay because part of our development is being able to acknowledge where we are and where we need to go from here. So if any of those six stuck out to you, pray and educate yourself so that you can beat your, beat those areas so that you can withstand that part of your life and grow confidently in who you are. All right. Lastly, we're going to talk about ways to build your self-confidence because why, why would we mention confidence and not me not tell you how to get it up? You got to get your confidence up. You can do this. You were born to do it. You were created to do it. Do not doubt yourself. Um, 
And where all this comes from and this ways to build your self-confidence is because for so many years, I allowed the environments around me to dictate the confidence that I had in myself. Now I knew I had abilities. I knew I had talents. I knew I had gifts. But when those talents and gifts didn't get recognized or they got used and mishandled, I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't know how to still be confident in me regardless of what somebody else thought. So because I wanted to be humble, I allowed myself to be a little weak. And I shouldn't have let myself even be that way. But I allowed myself to to let other people's opinions infiltrate my belief system. And you never really want to do that because you allow someone external to dictate your internal. All right. If anyone is going to have a say so over a say so over internally how you feel about yourself, it needs to be God. And it needs to be a support community who helps you discover your best self, who helps you discover your gifts and talents, who pushes you in the right direction. Because a lot of times people around you can, they'll infiltrate um, your circle and then begin to speak into your life. And some of the things that they speak are not representative of what God thinks about you. God thinks so much more highly of us than we really know it. You know how we find out that he really thinks highly of us is when we keep pursuing and then we achieve goals and then we see, oh, well, this is what God was trying to do the entire time. That's why you need confidence, because you've got to get to the end point. You've got to get to the prize. If you don't get to the prize, which is what Christ has laid before you, then you're going to miss out. Like, I don't want you to miss out. So let's talk about ways to build your self-confidence. First, first thing, do it. If you want to build self-confidence, do it. Make things happen so that you will have proof of your ability. Make some things happen so that you will have evidence of the proof of your ability. All right? Two, stand up for what you believe in as well as yourself. Do not be afraid to fight for you. You matter. Your thoughts matter. Your feelings matter. It is okay to feel and it is okay to stand up for those feelings. It is okay. All right. Next, seek righteousness. Do things from a place of love and humility and goodness will follow you. When you do things and when you set out with the intent and the right motives to do things from a righteous place, righteous things follow you. So as you seek righteousness, it's going, to, it's going to enhance your confidence because you know that you are pouring out good seed. And when you know that you are pouring out good seed, you know that a good harvest comes from a good planting. So continue planting so that you can reap your harvest. Another way to build self-confidence is to monitor your growth and celebrate the small wins. Monitor Starting today, monitor yourself, monitor your growth, monitor your conversations, monitor your circle, monitor everything concerning you and see where your growth is a month from now, two months from now, a year from now, five years from now, and celebrate the small victories. Celebrate the small things. It is more important to celebrate the small victories than the larger ones. Why? Because the smaller victories get you to the big victory. 
And if you can celebrate yourself in smaller increments, you are going to build your confidence in increments, which is going to grow exponentially. And then you're going to hit the big marks in your life. You are going to see a manifestation of greater things in your life. Another way to build self-confidence is to build positive relationships. And I'm going to talk about this really intently because um, one of the things that I have set out to do was change my circle, was change the environment in which I exist in. And so I was invited to um, a BNI meeting, which is a network group. I was invited to um, a human resource meeting. I was invited to a business women's meeting and I started to put myself in different environments in environments where people did not know who I was, but in these environments, the energy was just so much more positive. And because I put myself in a more positive environment and people, I mean, I'm telling you, I walk in the room and I'm just talking to people and the people are just formidable with information. They're not holding anything back because they want to see other people prosper. And it helped me be more confident. And I remember when I went to one of the meetings, they asked, you know, the guests to stand up. And so I stood up and I began to talk. And all of a sudden, I stuttered really badly. I mean, it was bad. Now, I've always stuttered my entire life. It's my fatal flaw that I call. It's what I call it, my fatal flaw. I stuttered really badly. And... After I stuttered, because I couldn't get it out, I looked around, and people were still smiling at me. Like, go ahead, keep going. And in that moment, I realized that I was in a really positive environment. I was in an environment that I wanted to be around more because my moment of flaw, you all are pushing me to keep going and to not be focused on it because you're not focused on the flaw. Be in environments that don't focus on your imperfections. They don't focus on what's wrong with you, but they focus on what point are you trying to get to? They focus on getting you to the desired results that you have. Those are the type of relationships that you want to build. Those are the type of people you want to be around. Another way to build self-confidence, recognize your abilities, gifts, and talents. It is okay to recognize what you bring to the table. Value what you bring to the table. Value your intellect, your knowledge. Value your gifts. Value your, your ability. Value you. Because when you value you, you will increase your confidence in yourself. Challenge yourself so that you can witness your results firsthand. Now, this one's a big one. You must challenge yourself so that you can see for yourself what you're capable of doing. Challenge yourself. Make yourself hit a higher goal. Do more. Push yourself beyond the limits. Be kind to yourself. And one of the things that we do really badly is that we are so kind to other people and we treat ourselves like garbage. We are patient with other people, but we are not patient with ourselves. Look, in this season, you have got to understand your worth and what you bring to the table. Be kind to you. Kindness starts with you. Be kind to you. Give grace to you. Give mercy to you. Give, give yourself some space to grow and become. Another way to build self-confidence, positive self-talk. Meaning, what type of conversation do you have with yourself? Ask yourself, 
How do I talk to myself? Is it negative? Is it positive? If it's negative, switch it to positive. Read some affirmations every day, some positive affirmations that will allow you to begin to communicate with yourself in a positive light. Look, you are the first person and the most influential person in your life. I'm going to say that again. You, yes, you are the most influential and impactful person in your life. Why? Because you're the decision maker. You're the decision maker. You're the one making the decisions. So if you, if you decide to do something, it's going to be done because you're the decision maker. So make the decision today to talk to yourself in a positive light and to be kind to yourself. All right. Avoid statements that are should and must statements. What does this mean? Do not use the word should or must because what they do is they make you feel bad for you not being capable or not being able to do something. And there's nothing wrong with you not being able to do something. It's part of development. But it puts extra pressure on yourself when you say, man, I should have did this. I must do this. Then you hold yourself a little bit higher to a standard and you kind of you end up looking at yourself badly because you felt like you should have did something. Well, you didn't do it. And it's okay that you didn't. But you've put extra pressure on yourself to do it. Three more, then we're going to get off of here. Don't see everything so extremely black and white. See the gray. This is something that I've been working on for some time now. Because one of the things that I grew up in is everything was right or wrong. You either did what you were supposed to do or you didn't. And as I've grown and developed, it put an immense amount of pressure on me. And so I grew up in that kind of environment. When you grow up in that kind of environment, there is no gray. Because there is no gray, you don't know how to be gracious to yourself. You don't know how to be merciful with yourself. So I've had to learn to see the gray, to see the other colors. They're not just black and white. Things are never black and white. The world is just not that simple. It's far more complex and there's layers to growth and development. There are layers that you have to unpeel a layer at a time and that is okay. So give yourself the space to see the gray. Next, forgive yourself. Yes, forgive yourself. Forgive you for not doing what you thought you should have done. Forgive yourself of every mistake. Forgive yourself of every time that you didn't hit a mark that you thought you should have hit. Forgive you. You deserve forgiveness. Yes, you deserve forgiveness. You deserve to be forgiven. You deserve for it to be let go. You deserve to move on. You deserve to be seen as a different person. You deserve to live in a totally different light. And there is nothing wrong with going forward. And what you have to be careful of is allowing people to hold um, their unforgiveness over you. Forgive you and move on. Forgive you and move on. God did not call you to stay in a place where you keep looking backwards. You keep looking in the mirror and seeing the past. See the now and see the future. You can't fix anything behind you. You can only impact what's ahead of you. All right? That's important. That is important to forgive yourself. You deserve it. Say it. Say, I deserve forgiveness. All right. And the last thing is commit to developing yourself. 
that means that you are committed to maturing as much as possible. You are committed to learning as much as possible. You are committed to developing as much as you can develop and you will not be denied. Commit, 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 commit to you because we are great at committing to responsibilities, committing to others, but then we don't commit to ourselves. Commit to you. You deserve commitment, but guess what? You deserve commitment from you first. It starts with you. It starts with you. Everything starts with how you treat yourself. And if you don't confidently believe in yourself, you are not going to confidently commit to you. But God is calling you to commit. Commit to you. You are worth it. Why? Because he committed to you. Jesus committed to you. The Holy Spirit committed to you because you were worth it. And you still are. God has called you to be so much greater than what you envision yourself. Do not be stifled. I'm going to tell you now, people will not like your confidence. Not everybody will be happy about you being confident because they're not confident in themselves. They're not secure in themselves. But it is not your job to prove to people. It is not your personal responsibility to prove anything to anybody. This is about you and your journey with Christ. It is about you achieving what God has called you to achieve. It's about you walking in total purpose. I'm telling you, commit to yourself. You are so worth it. You are the apple of his eye. You are the cream in his coffee. God loves you beyond measure. And it's time that you loved yourself. If today's broadcast blessed you, please like, tag, share. Confidence is the key. It's the key. It's going to unlock some doors for some of you in this season. Confidently go. And before I sign off, I want to say this. That confidence, people mistake confidence for boldness. They mistake confidence as being loud. But being confident doesn't mean you're the loudest in the room. It doesn't mean you're the boldest. It simply means that you are that you believe in yourself so much so that you know what's for you and what's not for you. And you walk confidently in it. You walk strongly. You walk tall in it. You don't have to be the loudest in the room. Confidence does not require volume. Not physical volume. It just requires you to be you to believe in yourself. Believe. This is the season where you believe. All right. It has been a pleasure and an honor to discuss this subject with you. Confidence is the key. Now, don't forget, next Monday we'll start the Who Told You It Was Over series. 25 stories of how God brought people out. And I am excited. I am so excited. I am just ecstatic about it because I know it's going to inspire. I know it's going to help you. Woo. But make sure you subscribe on Spotify. 
please subscribe on Spotify. Just type in Heather's Heart. If you want to follow me on Instagram, just follow at Heather's Heart Lead. That's at Heather's Heart Lead. It's your girl, Heather LaRue, and I'm about to sign out, and I will talk to you Monday because there is no holiday. Love you guys. It's Independence Day for you. Be confident. Be secure in who you are. This is the season to walk in total victory. Love you guys.